Hello, and welcome to the Frontier Strategy Group podcast series. FSG is the leading information services provider for emerging markets executives. We partner with business leaders at over 200 multinationals by providing them with research, analytical tools, and data to help power their emerging markets business strategies. My name is Ryan Breyer, and I'm the director of Latin America Research here at FSG. I'm joined today by our senior analyst for Brazil, Pablo Gonzalez, who is here to talk to us today about his recent research on local manufacturing in Brazil. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that our research on Brazil, along with all of FSG's content, is available in our portal, which you may access at www.frontierstrategygroup.com. Contact your FSG account manager if you have questions or have forgotten your login. Pablo, thanks so much for joining us. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to speak to you about your recent research on local manufacturing in Brazil. So let's jump right into it. In your report, you make the case that more and more multinationals are expanding their manufacturing footprints in Brazil. Why is that? Well, that, that's a very good question. And I would say we have two sets of factors. One are longstanding factors which relate to Brazil's industrial policy. So as we all know, uh, the Brazilian government, and, and again, this is not something new, since the 50s has tried to push uh, companies to produce locally in Brazil. And they've done that through super high import tariffs, local content rules, and tax incentives for companies to produce in Brazil. But I would say more recently, uh, because of currency depreciation, uh, we have more of our clients, FSG clients, reconsidering local production in Brazil. That's on the one hand. Uh, on the other, a few years ago, the Brazilian market was just not big, big enough for most companies to achieve economies of scale. But because of the huge uh, economic growth that we saw during the Lula years and the rise of the middle class, now we have many more sectors that can achieve those economies of scales because the market has increased or, or grown a lot. Mm, so institutional factors like industrial policy, which have been in place for a long time, have been enhanced by market circumstances like growing market size and a depreciating currency. And these three sort of factors have all come together to push companies to expand their manufacturing footprints today. That's right. It makes more sense to produce now because of what you just said. Great. So, you know, at FSG, we recommend that companies who are deciding whether to manufacture locally in a given market should consider market size, which obviously you just mentioned, access and incentives, speed to market, import costs, local sourcing and production costs. Among these factors, which do you think companies should be paying the most attention to when deciding whether to manufacture in Brazil? So I would say because of their impact in profitability and, and payback periods, I would certainly focus more on access and incentives on the one hand and on the other on production cost. Okay, so let's start with access and incentives. What are the different ways in which the Brazilian government's policy can influence the decision whether to manufacture locally in that market? So as I said, the Brazilian government has many tools to push companies to produce in Brazil. One way they do this is in government tenders. They allow local producers to offer a higher price, for instance, vis-a-vis uh, multinationals. That's one way they've done that. And this is very popular in, in the healthcare industry, for instance. Then you also have the government allowing local producers to tap into subsidized financing uh, through the state-owned bank BNDES. Uh, and this can be very, very important in some sectors in which the ability of suppliers to provide finance is key for market development. And we see this in renewable energy, but uh, again, in, in many other sectors. Uh, and finally, uh, there's a very vast array 
of tax incentives, not only offered by the federal government, but also by the state and municipal governments in Brazil. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting point. I, I've heard a, a wide variety of philosophies on you know, whether or not it makes sense to depend on tax incentives uh, when deciding whether or not to manufacture in, in a given market. Uh, some executives have the perspective that you know, these are, are transient, uh, temporary, uh, and ultimately, you know, you should be making your decision based on more market fundamentals, whereas others have, have really seen uh, significant benefits to their, their bottom line. You know, was there any consensus across the executives in Brazil that you've spoken to about you know, whether or not it makes sense to base your decision on tax incentives? Yes, and, and I think it really depends on the nature of your industry because, uh, as you can imagine, the uh, most attractive tax incentives are offered by, by states in the Northeast, which in most cases are very far away from consumption centers. So if you're talking about a product that has a very low margin, uh, I mean, you can have a very attractive tax incentive, but logistic costs are going to eat your margins. But if you talk to an industrial company, I've heard anecdotes from clients who told me, you know, Pablo, we put the factory in the state of Marañón and just because of the tax incentives that we obtained, we could pay for the plant in only two years. Uh, and then the question is, well, what will happen when the tax incentive expires? Well, what they tell me, well, in 15 years, I will make uh, or, or go through the same decision process as today, but it doesn't make sense for me to forego this opportunity to uh, increase my profitability and create a better base to, to increase the, the market. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, once you have a manufacturing facility in market, you can start to enhance a lot of those other factors like speed to market that we talked about before and access. Great. You also mentioned production costs as a key factor to consider in Brazil, uh, which obviously makes sense considering how notorious Custo Brasil is. What are some of the major drivers of manufacturing costs in Brazil? And more importantly, how can companies try and get a handle on those and keep them down? I think that's a very good question. And something that I wanted to mention is despite all the tax incentives because of production cost, companies should really make or conduct a very thorough cost-benefit analysis because in some cases it could make no sense to produce in Brazil. And as you mentioned, production costs have really increased over the last decade. I have this statistic with me that says that uh, 10 years ago, it was around 5% uh, less expensive to produce in Brazil than in, than in the US, but it's now 24% more expensive to produce in Brazil than in the US. And the main drivers uh, to your question are are, um, first, rising wages. As everybody knows, in Brazil, uh, wages have been increasing by around 10% per year, which is, you know, certainly higher than inflation. And then on the other hand, energy costs uh, have also increased. Uh, in Brazil, we're not talking only about electricity costs, but gas has also increased by around 50% only in 10 years. Wow. So obviously, manufacturing is becoming more expensive when you have both inputs on the energy as well as on the labor side becoming almost exponentially more expensive. Certainly. Mm. And, and, and so what are some of the ways in which you could try and, and, and keep your manufacturing costs in control in Brazil? Well, in Brazil, I think this is a question of really splitting hairs. On the one hand, I've seen many companies, uh, for instance, when they try to control wages or labor costs, prevent those costs from rising. I've seen companies deploying contractors, although this could trigger some labor contingencies. Some companies are investing in automation, right? I mean, when you cannot uh, decrease your 
labor costs, one way to overcome this is really invest in automation, have less workers. And then when it comes to energy, how to reduce energy costs, again, this is a question of investment, investment in energy efficiency, incentivize saving energy, not only in factories, but in, in offices, etc. And then what I also seen, and I would say this is a best practice, companies that really implement what I call a cost conscious environment in their companies, which is based on reducing the usage of production inputs on the one hand, and on the other, trying to reduce the price of those inputs. And what I call hardwiring, uh, cost conscious environment. And you can do this in many different ways, but certainly uh, through different incentives, you can certainly attain this. So there is benefit to really focusing on managing costs as a, a core competency for your business in Brazil. It's not just, hey, the external environment is, is so costly, there's nothing we can do. There are sort of certain decisions or tactics that you can take that will affect your, your cost performance at the margin. Yeah, that's right. Something that is not only important for local production, but for every single step in the process in when you're doing business in Brazil. Mm-hmm. And especially in, in sectors that have much more, com- you know, many more competitors right now, is very important to gain some competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. All right. Well, um, I know we're getting up against time. So one one final question here, and this is, I think, gets to the heart of one of the crucial questions that our clients are asking all the time is, where should companies consider uh, locating their manufacturing in Brazil? Uh, what were your findings in this regard? So I would say uh, this is a two-step process. So on the one hand, companies should filter locations based on operational must-haves. So what do I mean by operational must-haves? Here I'm talking about, for instance, if you know that you're going to need certain skill set in your workforce, it might be difficult to find those skills in certain regions of Brazil. Uh, This is more prominent in the northeast and the north. Uh, that's on the one hand. And on the other, for instance, you could have difficulties in finding certain supplies in some in some states of Brazil. So those are just two examples of operational must-haves that you would look into. So once you have uh, filtered, say, five or six different candidates for, uh, for your location, then the second step would be uh, selecting the location that yields the highest return. So here we're just talking about a financial model in which you're going to have different locations and what's going to vary, of course, is going to be tax incentives in different states. Pricing, for instance, you might be able to to charge a higher price because you're closer to the market if you decide to put your plant in Sao Paulo. Uh, But then on the cost side, you also have differences in in wages, for instance. And obviously the the investment that you're going to need to construct the plant might also vary uh, location to location. So how does this process play out in, in different industries? You know, when you look at the, you know, these different factors, whether it's operational must-haves or uh, the financial analysis, uh, wh- how does this play out in, say, the consumer uh, good space versus healthcare versus industrials, et cetera? So what I found in the consumer market space, for instance, is that the most important factor for them is, is being close to the market. 
and this is because consumer goods companies tend to have much lower margins than than in other sectors and i know that there are some consumer goods companies with a high margin products but in general this is the case and that's why you see many consumer goods companies having more than one factory in brazil and in fact they they tend to have uh, in some cases one factory per state in brazil and this is because logistic costs in brazil are, are huge we're not talking just about you know the size of the market the size of of Brazil as a country, but as, as we all know, infrastructure is pretty deficient in Brazil, so this really makes transporting products very expensive. When you talk about, for instance, healthcare companies, what you see is uh, companies very much concentrated in, in the southeast. So, for instance, you have uh, Sao Paulo concentrates more than 50% of healthcare companies. Um, and again, I'm here referring to where they locate to produce. I'm not talking about headquarters. And in this case, in the case of healthcare companies, I would say the most important factors for them to locate in the Southeast are access to talent on the one hand, and also proximity to market. And here is not a question of logistic cost, but healthcare companies, they, they need to have very fast reaction times because of, uh, of the nature of the products that they provide, right? When you're talking about IT and telecommunications, I think this is a very interesting example because I've talked about tax incentives, well, IT and, and telecommunications, but most importantly, IT products have a federal government program or tax incentive program in Manaus. And, and in Amazonas, which is the state where Manaus is located, obviously concentrates around 23% of production in Brazil for IT products. And here, that's why I say for IT, tax incentives is the most important factor. And finally, when you talk about industrials, I would say the most important factor or factors for industrial companies are reliability of suppliers and, and also wages. And, and what you see in terms of trends, um, Sao Paulo concentrating around 40% of industrial companies, followed by Minas Gerais with 10%. But because of wages, uh, we've uh, also seen companies moving south for, you know, for instance, to states such as Marana, uh, Paraná or Santa Catarina in search of lower wages, but still uh, being close to the market. Excellent. Well, I know we're up against time now, so I just wanted to take a moment to thank you for your remarks today, Pablo. To all of our listeners, if you're interested in learning more about our research and resources on Brazil or any other market in Latin America, I'd like to take a moment to remind you that your FSG account manager can set up a conversation between you and Pablo or any member uh, of our research team at, at your convenience. Additionally, all FSG content is available online in downloadable PDF format at portal.frontierstrategygroup.com. This concludes our podcast for today. Until next time, we wish you great outperformance in your emerging markets.